morning, Sun Valley Church, and welcome back to The Voice of the Valley. As always, I'm your host, Jeremy Pinch, and with me this morning, we have a very special guest. Uh, he is the professor of theology at Western Seminary. Uh, he is an elder at Henson Church in Portland, Oregon. He is a father of six children, uh, a faithful husband, and used to be a nuclear engineer. Is that's that right. correct? That's right. Emphasis on the used to. <laughs> used to be. Okay, this is the one and only Dr. Todd Miles, and uh, we're so glad to to have him here with us on The Voice of the Valley. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Looking forward to it. So today we're going to be talking about uh, a book that you recently wrote, um, and I have to say, I, I don't know if you're like me, Dr. Miles, but I, I judge books by their covers. <laughs> <laughs> and this is probably one of the coolest covers I've seen. Isn't it? For a book. Yeah, and, and I, I will happily say that, and it's not even bragging because I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I had nothing to do with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, not only is the cover awesome, but the content within the book is, is awesome as well. I took uh, our students through this book last summer, and I know it was encouraging for me, and I hope it was for them as I well. I hope so too. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. for doing that. Yeah, it's great. So um, yeah, can you can you explain the premise of, of this book? Sure. I have been teaching theology and church history for a number of years, and what I found in teaching about the person of Christ is that it's really hard to wrap our arms around exactly who Jesus is. It, because we don't have any models of that. There's no one like him at all. And so uh, we have phrases and terms in theology that we use for him, the hypostatic union, which is the combination of the, the human nature and the divine nature in one person. But, but what does that even mean, yeah. right? And so one of the easiest ways to think about who Jesus is is to talk about who he isn't and, and some of the deficient or heretical views of Jesus. And this all comes when you're teaching theology. It comes in, in church history. Uh, and we, we always name the heresies, the, the deficient views of Jesus, usually after the uh, guy who came up with them. And so I, I, I joke that if you want to be immortalized in the church, like forever, come up with a really bad idea about Jesus <laughs> and, and, and you know, promote it. Uh, it. It always works. You, you will be remembered in church history. Uh, it might cost you your soul, but, uh, but yeah, you, yeah. you'll be remembered. I, I, I wouldn't recommend the path, but, but if your goal is nothing more than to be remembered, that, that's, a, that's a surefire way of doing that. Sure. Uh, and so they're, they're named, the, the, the heresies are named after these people, and, and you know, like Eutychianism and Apollinarianism. And, and, and my students' eyes would just kind of glaze over, like, well, why should I remember this, and how can I remember it? Um, and it, what are you talking about? And, and then I started illustrating each of those heresies with a reference to a superhero. And, and what I found in our class, they really got into it, and the classes got into it, and they would be finding other heresies that map to superheroes. Uh, what I found was that, that all of the really deficient views of Jesus map almost perfectly, that hmm. they're embodied in a comic superhero. Hmm. Um, and so instead of, you know, on my exams, I, I would... I would ask them about something, and instead of telling me, "Oh, that's Eutychianism," they would say, "That's the Spider-Man heresy." Yeah. Or, you know, it, it just and, and so I thought, "Oh, th this is this is probably a good idea to to maybe write down and see if it has some legs." And uh, Broadman Holman was willing to take a, a a chance on it, and I'm glad they did. Yeah. Uh, but so so that's the premise of the book. It's it's really a book about Jesus. Yeah. It, it, it's a book about Christology, the person of Christ, and uh, the, the the superheroes are just illustrations of who Jesus is not. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you you mentioned this idea of you know, this hypostatic union. This, these are this is like the two essential doctrines that you, you bring up here is this is the humanity and divinity of Christ. Yes. And then ultimately, when you get into that discussion, you start talking about the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, most evangelicals today, uh, unfortunately, hold this you know postmodern post Christian view of you know just. Just give me Jesus. I don't need theology. Yeah. I don't. I don't need doctrine. Uh, I don't need that stuff. So why is why is uh, your thinking in this book? Why um, does it make such an impact to that thought process? Yeah. Well, the the whole premise of the book really is: in order for Jesus to do everything that he did and does, he has to be everything that the Bible says that he is. So without Jesus being exactly who he is, he could not have saved us. That, that the very gospel depends upon the person of Christ. If, if Jesus is not fully human, then he cannot atone for sin. If Jesus is not fully divine, he cannot atone for sin. And he ha- in, in one person. So he has to be completely human, completely divine in order to save us. And, 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 and not just like die for our sins, but really everything that the Bible says that he does. Mm-hmm. And so a, a deficient view of who Jesus is will inevitably lead to a, a deficient view, a distorted view of the gospel. And that will inevitably lead to distorted living. Mm-hmm. Uh, right thinking will lead to right living. I, you know, I, there, I'm sure there are plenty of people who have their theology straight and live faithless lives. I, yeah. I suppose that's possible, but it, at, at some point you have to come to grips with who Jesus is yeah. and yeah. get it right. Yeah. Yeah. So throughout the book, you give, you give eight examples of superheroes and the heresies that are mm-hmm. uh, pertain to them, and so you have the Superman heresy, you have the yes. Batman heresy, uh, the Ant-Man heresy. I really enjoyed that one. Uh, <laughs> Thor. That one's more trinitarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thor is like yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, Arianism. Yeah, and yeah. the Green Lantern, Hulk, Spider-Man, and uh, and as I read that book, my favorite heresy out of all. <laughs> That sure. sounds bad. I, and I understand what you're saying. <laughs> that okay. sounds bad. Yeah. But uh, my favorite heresy that you mentioned in this book was was the Thor heresy. Yeah. Um, could you take a few moments and just explain sure. what that is? So that, that what I call the Thor heresy is, so you think about who Thor was. Who's Thor? Uh, Thor in comic book lore is the son of Odin. Odin is really the, the, the creator of Asgard and Midgard, if the equivalent of, of the heavens and the earth, yeah, really. And, and th- that's Odin is the creator. Thor is his son. Um, and, and so Thor is, is a god, right? But he's not the god. Yeah. He's not the god. And he, he's, he's a created being. There was a time in, in you know, that, that mythic lore when Thor did not exist. He yeah. came into being. And I think some people throughout church history, I know some people throughout church history, have had the same exact idea about Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, and it's embodied in Arianism, uh, the idea that Jesus is divine, that the Son of God is divine. He is, I suppose, the Son of God, but he's a created being. Uh, God, God the Father created the Son first and then did the rest of creation through, hmm. the, through the Son. Uh, that's Arianism. So, so, so Jesus Christ is God, but he's not the God. He, he's a God. He's divine, but he's subordinate and inferior to 
God the Father. Yeah. And, and, and that, that view was promulgated of, of Jesus in church history, um, starting in the th- late 200s throughout the 300s. It, it was a dominant view at one point. At one point in time, most of the bishops in church history actually believed this, which is stunning wow. to think, because the embodiment of that today is is uh, of Arianism today is uh, Jehovah's Witness. Uh, So there was a time in the church where maybe not most of the church, but but many of the bishops, even most of the bishops, had the same view of Jesus that uh, the Jehovah's Witness do, that that Jesus is a created being. He's inferior to God the Father. Yeah. Yeah, and I think think you mentioned this in the book, but I think you go through the Nicene Creed— or the mm-hmm. Apostles' Creed, uh, the, one the, of the creeds. Well, at the end, I go through the Chalcedonian Creed. Oh, the Chalcedonian uh, but, but, Creed. But I think I do mention Nicaea in there as well. Okay, as it, it, especially when it comes to the, to the Trinity. And the, the Chalcedonian Creed, as you mentioned in this book, it, it hits at every single one of these heresies. It, it really does. Yeah, just just pointing out where they're wrong, mm-hmm. and and just the way we phrase things is important when we look at Christ. It is, and you know, you, so so theology is always contextual. There's very little ivory tower theology where people are just oh, you know, let's let's do a thought experiment on Jesus. Uh, almost all theology is a response to something that's going on, yeah. right? which is how it should be, yeah. because theology is supposed to be lived out. And so uh, the Chalcedonian Creed of it dates back to like 451 AD is, uh, is a statement of who Jesus is, but it's very particular to address the issues of the day. Hmm. Uh, and, and yet that has guided our thinking on Jesus ever since. They were trying to be faithful, giving, reckon, giving account of all of the biblical testimony about who Jesus is with the fewest difficulties. I, I think it's a faithful understanding of who Jesus is. It's a biblical understanding of who Jesus is. Mm. And and it's really guided the church ever since. Mm. Yeah. So most people don't know that they're Chalcedonian Christians, yeah. right? You, yeah. you, you might ask, hey, how many of you are Chalcedonian? Yeah. And probably a lot of people in your churches would not sure. raise their hand, but actually they are. Sure. We're, we're all Chalcedonian Christians if sure. we believe the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes creeds important, you know? We, we recite these creeds mm-hmm. uh, in our church, and sometimes we don't even think about why this was written or what's important about what's being said mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, it is not just like a brainwashing yeah. sort of thing. It's it's giving voice to our convictions that address what need to be addressed. Yeah. yeah. So, uh Clark Kent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is uh as everybody knows, he's the reporter of the Daily Planet. Daily Planet. Yeah, mild-mannered reporter yeah. of the Daily Planet. <laughs> and he looked, he played the role of a human. However, he was anything but mm-hmm. human. Uh, his real name was Cal L. Yeah. Uh, from the planet Krypton. Was yeah. a Superman, but was in fact not a man at all. He, he was not human. Yeah. And um, so I, anytime I go speak on this, I always ask the question, how many of you think, just okay, let's do a thought experiment. In, in the comic, work, comic book world, was Clark Kent a real human being? Yeah. And, and almost everyone answers yes to that because okay like in the comic book world of course Clark Kent's a human but he's yeah. not yeah he's 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 uh he's superman in disguise yeah he's there's really nothing human about him at all yeah so what's what's the what's the superman heresy so the superman heresy is the exact same thing people have the same idea about jesus he looks like a human he acts like a human but he's not really a human he just appeared to be a human he seemed to be a human uh 
he's he's really just God in disguise. Yeah. And that dates back a long time as well, a, a heresy called docetism. I think for evangelicals, that's the one we lapse into the most, yeah. uh, unwittingly. I mean, all of us know we're supposed to say that Jesus is human, but when it comes down to it, do we really believe that Jesus was human or was he just God in disguise? Yeah. I, I think a lot of people in the evangelical church we're really good at affirming the deity of Christ, but we don't know what to do with the humanity of Jesus. Yeah. But the humanity of Jesus is so important if he's going to be our savior, yeah. our great high priest. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, I, that's, that's the one thing as I was reading through this book was it's, it's hard to reconcile. Right. And that's where these heresies come from is mm-hmm. how can, how can God be fully man and yep. how can he be fully God and yet not sin and not, you know, have the same, you know, issues that we do. I mean, he yeah. does, he does, yep. but, uh, in the sense of sinning and, and living that perfect life. And, um, so, yeah, it's hard. And, yeah. and, and I think, you know, for a lot of these heresies, uh, we, we tend to think, oh, heretics, they were like demon spawn sure, who are sure. coming up with just something to undermine the church. I don't think that's the case at all. And, and at least not with most of them. Sure. Uh, their, their attempts to try to figure out how can it, what happened at Bethlehem? Right? How how can how can God be fully human? Yeah. And and inevitably you come up with ideas and proposals, and they are the deficient ones are deficient precisely because the, they they unravel the logic of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And and so all of so uh, it's hard to wrap our arms around the the hypostatic union. Say how can how can Jesus be both fully human and fully divine? People would put forward proposals. Those proposals were judged through the lens of, of soteriology, which is our name for the doctrine of salvation. We might not understand exactly how Jesus can be both fully human and fully divine, but we understand the gospel. Yeah. We, we get the gospel. And the Jesus that was being proposed by these you know, different heresies, these deficient views, they are deficient precisely because that Jesus could not have actually saved us according to the logic of the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it is important uh, to get... Christ right mm-hmm. if we want to get the gospel right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I'm I'm sure there are people out there who have been saved and who are saved, they're genuine faithful Christians right now, who who can't articulate the sure. hypostatic union. Sure. Who, who have not memorized the Chalcedonian Creed, sure. right? Um but but eventually your view of Jesus it's going to work itself out into the way that you live yeah. and, and the way that you live before God. And and what we find in scripture is that Jesus couldn't could not have and cannot do any of the things that the bible said that he did or does unless he is precisely who the bible says that he is hmm. so i love what you just said like how how right thinking of god will play out in how we mm-hmm. live how how would you encourage sun valley church um to to know christ on a deeper level yeah well, uh, through what what you do, through through sitting under good preaching, through sitting under uh, good teaching, gathering together to think about the gospel and how it is lived out, uh, encouraging one another uh, in love and good deeds uh, to to study together, um, you know, uh, focus on the scriptures. But if, if there are aids to that, if if people have done some ins- insightful and helpful reading, I mean, I know there's a lot of it on, on your bookstall. I know you make good books available. And, I, but, but, you know, read, read anything that's not scripture critically, uh, holding it up to the light of scripture, hmm. see if what is said there is, is true. Um, and, and then 
you know, a, a lot of times we just think of the gospel as uh, Jesus died for my sins and, and, and now it's kind of up to me. Mm-hmm. But of course, the, the, the gospel touches all aspects of our life. We, we were saved by the gospel, we are being saved by the gospel, and we will yet be saved by the gospel. Right. And in order for Jesus to do anything, I mean, like, I, I try to make the point in the book that prayer itself depends upon a right understanding of, of the Trinity, a right understanding mm-hmm. of, of who Jesus is. That, that if Jesus is not fully human and fully divine, he actually cannot be our high priest. Uh, he yeah. cannot uh, advocate for us. He cannot represent us before the throne of grace. Again, no doubt there are people who have a, a distorted understanding of who Jesus is who are praying fervently. And, and, mm-hmm. and, and I think... It, you know, if you're not too far afield, um, God hears those prayers. Sure. But um, boy, but but just understanding understanding the gospel and and just you know, anytime we bow our heads to pray, considering uh, the whole Trinity is at work in me, even making my requests known to God. Yeah. What, what an awesome thing yeah. that is. Yeah. Well, Doctor Miles, uh, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, and thank you for writing this book. I mean, I can't, I don't think I can recommend this book enough to not only our people, but my friends and, oh, thank and you. family. It's, it's such a wonderful little book and it's funny at times. It's, uh, it's, I uh, hope so. I, we, we should be able to smile yeah. and, and, and yeah. laugh when we're talking about who God is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a great book, uh, Sun Valley, and I would encourage you to, to go online. You can go on uh, Amazon and pick it up. It's Superheroes Can't Save You uh, by Dr. Todd Miles. Um, pick up a copy, pick up a copy for your friend and, and read it together and uh, be encouraged. Uh, know Christ deeper and more fully uh, and let that transform you into the way that you live. Dr. Miles, thank you again for joining us this morning. Oh, it was my pleasure. Thanks for having me on. This is great. Church, we love you. Uh, We look forward to being with you on Sunday and next week on The Voice of the Valley. Have a great day.